This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 6, Silk and Madness. So, you guys are in the Artisan District. Um, names that I need to remember. Uh, Krakatir, Ray, and Fleet. Everything's going good. Uh, the Dragonborn Lady is helping Krakatur to the best of her abilities, maybe being a little bit too helpful. Like, how close can one get to Krakatur before he's like, whoa, that's that's too close. Uh, with that Mad Fatty 5 charisma, he, he kind of just wouldn't even notice what's going on. <laughs> He's just kind of, like, she might brush up against him a little too close, and he might just be like, give her, like, one of those, what are you doing looks? <laughs> but he doesn't really say anything. Yeah, she's probably rubbing against you, like, every so often. Yeah, this is probably embarrassing for anybody who's actually watching it. I'm 100% watching it. Yes. <laughs> I cannot take my eyes off of it. It's like a train wreck. Stu is so embarrassed. He's trying not to watch, but he's watching. Yeah, this is like that moment if you're like all at a bar and your friend's like, oh yeah, like I'm just talking to this guy. And even from like a distance, you're like, that guy is trying his damnedest to flirt. And this is just, no, this is bad. <laughs> Can I tell her like if her intentions are are in the right place? Oh, insight. Please. Anyone. Can I cast guidance on myself as I do wait, am I wait, I'm a paladin. Can I do that? Hold on, hold on. I don't have cantrips. Never mind. I'm not a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> Straight inside Jack. Here we go. Ah looks pretty cushion to me. Yeah, I mean, you know. Oh god, now this brings up a lot of questions about Ray and how she flirts with people. But anyways. <laughs> 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 yes, with that natural one. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, unfolding in front of you is a delicate love tale of a very large dragonborn tailor and your newfound friend Krakatur. And, you know, what just started out to be a, as a simple shopping trip to a tailor is blooming into something a little bit more beautiful. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I tried. I'm going to just mute myself at this point. <laughs> uh, so, I get um, a little bit closer. <laughs> Um, like, are you even trying to be, like, stealthy about this? Or is it just, like, you're gonna be, like, standing there just leaning against, like, 
something and just be like, okay. Yeah, I'm just like slowly approaching, like got one arm, got that lean on um, some bookcase. Just looking. <laughs> uh, and uh, finally, her tail just starts caressing the back of Krakatur. <laughs> At this point, he's gonna be like, "Woman, what are you doing?" She she looks a little shocked and kind of gives you this. Well, if she could blush, she'd probably be blushing. What color but, dragonborn is she? Um, she's kind of interesting. Um, it looks like she could be white, but like her, she's glittering. Okay. Glittering yeah. like like opalescent type scales, like metallic scales, or is like, like Twilight. She's a vampire. <laughs> or is this like prismatic, glowing, like Dark Side of the Moon type shit. Um, like uh, embedded in her scales are basically diamonds. Okay. Type like wow. glittering. Have I ever seen her before? Like, do I know anything about her? Uh, you've seen her before because you shopped here, but, like, uh, her origins, where she's from, like, she's been pretty, like, tight-lipped about that, and she just enjoys helping people discover uh, clothing from all over the world. Has she been all over the world? She hasn't mentioned it, but she was more interested in just helping you and finding the clasp when you were last here and uh, she seemed very knowledgeable and she may have mentioned something along the lines of oh you look like royalty but you know you probably took that more as a like you know um, polite thing that you would say to some someone right and that's when you hear something smack against the uh, windows of the shop. What is it? I look. It's a person <laughs> who looks like they are being forcibly like. If someone could actually put someone through a window just by peer pressure, that's kind of what looks looks like what's happening right now. Can I tell who's on the other side of it? It's a very familiar figure of Tabby. I guess whole person. On Tabby. Okay. Uh, Tabby. Um, I think you need to do a saving roll there. Uh, isn't it? Charisma saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. I'm so sorry. Wisdom saving throw? Okay. Yeah, you got a beat of 15. Nope. Alright. And that I just... Thought I, I thought I blacked out. You are, but I'm having you roll, so... Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tabby's like has stopped, and she's holding this person's head. And um, yeah, there seems to be a large group around her. And I run outside. I grab cra I grab Krakatoa and Stu, and I run outside. And the Dragonborn is like, "Wait, 
What? Oh, well. And uh, she watches from, like, the door what's happening. Um, so, hold person, that just, uh, are they immobile, or can they move around? They are paralyzed. Yeah, so, you just see Tabby, she has this crazed look, like, her face is literally covered in shadows, even though she's in direct sunlight. Her eyes are just glowing this strange hue. And uh, it seems like her shadow that she's casting is a lot larger than her actual body. As soon as I get out there and take a glance at like who's who's around and what she's doing, um, you can tell there's just like a lot of normal people on the street. They're watching kind of in like. Partly horror, partly amazement. Uh, there's definitely a person on the ground bleeding. Um, are they bleeding to death or are they just bleeding? Oh, they're bleeding to death. I put two hit points back into them. All right. And uh, they look up and they look at the frozen tabby. There's just a look of horror on their face. And... Uh, they point, they're really weak, and they're like, gotta stop her. She's she's crazy. At that point, I'm going to tie her up. I I look at Krakatur and I say, I, I, I'm very sorry uh, that your um, uh, tryst was interrupted, but uh, perhaps you should just um, grab the Grab the cat and let's go back to the apartment. Yes, good idea. Mm -hmm. Everyone agree? I, All right. I would agree. I go in, pay a hundred gold pieces, grab the fancy robe, grab the cat, head back. <laughs> so I will definitely have tied her up, like very, 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 very tightly. Um... Yeah, I, I imagined it as as you were starting to tie her up. Yeah. That's when I said to Krakatur that Yeah. And not and because she has claws trying to keep that in mind, so um trying to tie her up in a way that she can't escape with her sharp claws before uh, my whole person wears off. Uh give me a sleight of hand. Hey. Well, it was nice knowing you guys. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Can I? Oh, I have inspiration. Can I use my inspiration to roll with advantage? Definitely. Garbage. <laughs> Way better. Uh, way better. <laughs> Two better. All right, with an eight. Okay. Uh, so what you're experiencing, Tabby? Well, could I? I have a question. Could I have used? Could I use a strength based slide? Like. Can I use can I can my rope tying be strength based instead of dex based? Um because of my time in the military and my time You know, that's a good excuse. Yeah, do it. Alright, so strength? Yeah. What can't... the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, uh, apparently uh, rope tying wasn't really your forte. Mother bitch. Who oh. help me with this? Uh, can I use survival to try and help? Uh, I don't know, strength, something? Yeah, how about you give me your survival? You probably know how to, like, tie up wild animals. Six, yeah. Okay. I got it. So, <laughs> yeah, you probably see Ray struggling at, like, this knot. And, you know... I've never had a bit of tabaxi before, okay? <laughs> you, know? you gotta make sure her claws are tucked in. Actually, uh, he, he's gonna grab out, like, little clippers, and he's gonna start clipping stop. them a little bit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, you're like... You're not gonna get scratched. <laughs> you're basically declining her at the moment. Not declining. Not declining. Clipping. Sorry, wrong word. Oh god, that would be nasty. Decline. Um, yeah, I'm not. Jeez, Panther ain't that mean. <laughs> just, just got really dark here, guys. <laughs> it's a don't, don't touch me. I'm sterile. <laughs> um. So, Tabby, what's a happy space for your mind? Um, Tabby's happy space is probably, um, finding an amazing artifact, being on an adventure and finding that, that perfect artifact. So, so the, the adventure is the perfect spot for her. So she loves to solve puzzles and, uh, make her way through different lands and different traps to, uh, to get to that, that arc the artifacts that she's in search of so tabby you have just crossed a border into an unfriendly country before you is a door with many levers and many cogs and you have a cog in your hand which fits somewhere within this door you know for some reason on the other side of this door there's an obstacle of just dangers about and in the middle of this obstacle-laden labyrinth, there's a treasure that leads to something bigger. A bigger riddle that will, you know, basically give you a little bit more power, and it will lead to something even greater than that. So... How do you approach this puzzle door? Oh, uh, Tabby checks checks around for the traps first and uh, examines a piece of puzzle that is in her hand and ex examines the wall before her. And, um, you know, give me an investigation. Let's let's see what you can uh, make out. You notice that, you know, all the all the gears have all different sets of teeth, and you you can see that there's at least three places that this, you know, gear in your hand that's made out of stone can actually fit. And three places must mean three gears that are missing. I shall try to I know. I, I, I can carve the other pieces out of wood. I, I can do this with woodworking. This will be perfect. And what seems to be just out of coincidence, 
there is a just like pieces of wood off to the side and carving tools. I know exactly what to do. And she begins carving fast and furious because she she's in a manic state of I have to see what's behind the door. I have to do it. That's kind of a cool happy place, by the way. Cool. Yeah. So you're you're working at least in your mind you're working on this super complicated puzzle. And um, we're going to go back to the alley with Jackal and Flea. Um, Jackal has actually started helping Flea with all the birds. Uh, he seems to be quite talented with the dagger that he has. He actually takes it out and does like a cool little like twirl for you. Ooh, I try to do it, but it's it's not as good. <laughs> no, okay. See, if you're gonna do this, uh, let me let me show you. And uh, he starts like teaching you this this little trick, this little flourish. And um, by probably about like the fourth time, he's like, okay, no, no. First, you have to place your finger right here. I mean, you don't want to chop it off any of those fingers. Uh, that's when you see Krakatur. Uh Who's holding Tabby? I believe Krakatur is, is picking yep. her up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to sling her over my shoulder, uh, Shrek carrying Fiona style. Okay. <laughs> um, Alright, as soon as I see that, I'm going to just, like, like uh, stow my knife and run over on all fours immediately. Because in my head, I think Tabby's probably hurt. Yep. Um, and you get closer, and there's... Give me an insight. Sure. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's excellent. And, and surprising. Um, <laughs> especially how mostly rules have been going today. Yeah. It's because he spent so much time with Tabby. Yeah, yep. definitely. <laughs> so, you know all the wrong signs about Tabby. And what in particular just gives you the clue that she's enchanted and cursed? Well, I mean, you said there were shadows over her face, right? <laughs> yes, constantly. Yeah, uh, so I probably go up to her and I'm like staring like an inch away from her face and looking at all the shadows that are kind of shifting over her face and I'm like, oh, that's that's probably not good, guys. And like I'm just kind of like looking at her all over. Uh, would I be able to tell with that insight roll like where the affliction is coming from? Uh, yeah, uh, actually wrong? With, with that insight roll, I'm going to give you this. It looks like shadows are traveling out of that necklace onto her and into her own shadows can i just kind of like reach up and try to bite the chain off sure um what Ooh, i, I think that's a straight up uh strength check there with your jaws and such unless you have something that uh says otherwise nah 17. 17. 
Ah, that's pretty good. You, like, chew onto the chain, and it seems like the chain kind of, like, snaps for a moment. But as you let go, it looks like the chain's, like, mending itself. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, also, give me a wisdom saving uh, roll. I am wise. <laughs> you want that necklace on you. You have a drive to get it on you. Okay, I'm just going to keep chewing at that chain and trying to freaking take it. <laughs> Lee, um, Lee, hang on. Just take a step back, okay? Real quick. But I really want it. It's really shiny. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Okay, so listen. Here we go. I'm going to draw a dagger and cast magic weapon on it. Okay. Um, it's a, it, just, it just makes it a magic weapon. Yeah. And I'm going to use that dagger to cut this off of her neck. Uh, I, I say, um, everyone, uh, per perhaps um, we should be very careful not to actually hurt her. She's fine. I'm not going to hurt her. And I'm not going to touch the necklace. Eh, she'll be all right. She's a tough cookie. So how do you not touch the chain of the necklace and break the chain? So what I'll do is I'll have Tabby's the back. I'll be at Tabby's back and I'll slip the dagger up under between her skin and the um and the necklace and give it a sharp a uh, sharp tug. Okay. Um. So, uh, you notice that there you're starting to get onlookers at this because... Oh, we're not inside? We're not inside? No, like, uh, so... Oh, I thought we were inside. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I would, that's what I was asking in yeah. chat, because I I, oh. I thought I missed that we had gotten back to the apartment or something, because oh, I couldn't figure out why, why Flea was trying to nuzzle um, Tabby's neck outside. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely not. I would not. I, I, I was under the impression that we were inside. I'm, I yeah. apologize. I would not have done that outside. Okay, that's that's what I was wondering. I was like, um, because uh, Flea had said earlier that he was waiting in an alley outside to, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, keep an eye on the apartment, and then you guys came up. So, I mean, we could move this to the inside if uh, Flea didn't want to like do that stuff outside. Uh, I I recommend we we um we we get out of the crowd. Yes, everyone agree. Let's let's that let's move along good. this way. Yep. So you... yeah, I go in. Flea, Flea, are you going to introduce us to your friend? Oh, that's little Flea. He's coming with us. Uh, my my name's Jackal. What is this creature? Uh, it's a halfling. A halfling. Yeah. Does uh, Stu recognize the name Jackal at all? From living in the neighborhood. Oh, give me a history check. Yeah, does Ray? Uh, give me a history check too. Um. So Ray, why do you not do business for Jackal? Oh. Um, I don't do business for Jackal because. I 
have this moral code where I don't just go out and assassinate people. I have to I have to have like a probable cause, like a a bounty placed by the like the city. I won't just go after people who are uh, whatever. Even if even if I can prove that they're doing something wrong, I'll go to the I'll go to the the city guards and report it that way. But I don't work outside of I don't work outside of the boundaries of the law here. And how many jobs would you say you've ruined? for jackal ruined how just in general yeah just in general like either stopped or you know you ended up maybe working on the opposing side of him or you know whatever well i've been pretty good at what i've been doing so far so at least a handful of times yeah so he comes up and he just kind of makes eye contact heavy the type of eye contact that's like, oh God. And uh, he kind of like puts a good distance between uh, you and him. Flee, this is your friend. Well, I don't know. We just started talking. We really hit it off. Like, he's a jackal. I'm a flea. It's kind of like we're both kind of like animals or something. It was fun. He's pretty are, good at knife tricks. Are insects, but sure. Well, um, I don't think you're right about that one, but I guess we'll have to look it up. Well, I guess we will. My my buddy's definitely a good guy, and he does kind of like this sweeping like fing finger gun thing. I try to do the knife tr trick, and I like stab myself a little on accident. Oh my god! Please uh, stop that. <laughs> buddy, buddy, remember the the finger. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That finger always gets me in trouble. What are you doing here, Jackal? I I saw my good buddy kind of, you know, shooting birds in the uh, bay. And I kind of went, you know, that guy has a future. He, and probably the rest of you, I don't know about you, Ray, you kind of, you know, brushed me what? off of the past. But Follow the law? Don't kill innocent people. Don't kill people without a reason. You know, what are laws when they actually get in the way? Those are special circumstances and they must be handled with care. And that's what I do. I care. Yeah, sure you do. I mean, look. You care about money and that's it. Well, I'm not one traveling around with some person tied up. I mean, how much are you, gonna, are you getting paid to do this? Nothing. I'm doing this for free because she is actually trying to kill people and I'm not actually trying to kill her. Just trying to help her. Uh, but anyway, you are vexing my patience. Are we inside yet? Uh, Yeah, he's following you inside uh, to the apartments. So yeah, once we're inside, put... Put her down, and I take the now magical weapon and try and slice it off without touching her. Her um, touching the necklace. Okay. Um. Give me. Oh, this is gonna be hard. Uh, give me a uh, like whatever you roll for a dagger, but with disadvantage. Okay.
Ooh, yeah, not good. I mean, you're you're trying, and it's. Am like, I not? Go ahead. I'm just going, I'm wondering what happens if, like, when I when I slip it between there and yank it out. Um, you know, you notice that when you do start pulling on it, the chain starts shrinking to the huh. point where uh, Tabby is starting to make growling and choking noises. Okay, if that happens, I stop messing with it. Stay tuned for the next part of this episode. Please consider listening to these podcasts. Welcome to a special episode of Where the Wild Things Roll. My name is John and I will be your host and DM for this 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in the world of Ravarna. This podcast might be a tad different from others you've listened to. The two players will be my 12-year-old son Kinnick and my 10-year-old daughter Kaylee as they learn to play D&D through their very first campaign. We will pick up with our adventurers as they finish their time at Paduk's Adventurers Guild as they take their practical exams in Dungeoneering, Magical Beasts, Weapons and Armor, Puzzle Solving, Diplomacy, History of the World, and Magical Cause and Effect before they are set out into the world. Can our two adventurers pass their classes and become full-fledged members of the Adventurers Guild? You'll have to tune in and find out next time on Where the Wild Things Roll. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.